Blog Talk Radio. December 14th, 2011, a Benchmark Portal Christmas Special. Today, we hope to bring you an entertaining but yet very informative show that highlights some call center best practices, but it's going to be, of course, with a twist, through the eyes of one of the busiest call centers in the world right now, Santa's Workshop. I want to remind everyone that all of our shows are, of course, archived and available to listen to at our website at BenchmarkPortal.com any time of the day. And, of course, now let's jump right into it. I'd like to introduce the jolly host of Call Talk, Bruce Belfiore. Well, season's greetings, Brian, and let me take the opportunity to thank you and your team for having produced Call Talk this past year. As I go through the show's archives, you know, I really feel we've added something important to the conversation on contact center best practices. And, uh, you know, with an exceptional group of co-hosts covering topics from at-home agents to FCR to handling multiple languages. I mean, we've really covered a lot of territory. And, Brian, we owe it all to you for figuring out the scheduling with the co-hosts, dealing with the technology, uh, working with our colleague Crystal Kay to get out our email notices, et cetera like to give a little shout out to Crystal on this as well. And, uh, you know, here at year end, I realize we have a lot to be thankful for with the, the great team we've built and with uh, leadership from Sean Vierling and Jeff Robertson and our lead instructor at the College of Call Center Excellence, Dane Peterson. So uh, really, we're all blessed here at Benchmark Portal and very appreciative. And we're going to be hearing from other colleagues during the course of this holiday special as well. So let me set the tone uh, with my fractured fairy tale uh, reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas, uh, with sincere, abject apologies to author Clement Clark Moore. You ready for this? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay, so, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and all through our center, not a creature was stirring, no one dared even enter. The phone line's all quiet, it was a mite eerie, nothing on the message boards, which were quite dreary. Went up on the roof, there arose such a din. What on earth was going on? What on earth would come in? Through the HVAC came Santa. With a thud, he came down. He picked himself up and promptly started his rounds. First, at all agents' cubicles, he left headsets, so new, and copies of Anger Management for Dummies. Yes, he sure knew. For the supervisors, he left cakes called Talk Time and a music video called Attendancer, Attendancer, and a written excuse for being late, blamed on a sick prancer. On to quality monitoring, sprinkling excellent dust on the cards used for scoring. Now, if only he would return on the agent's heads, sprinkle some more. He transferred himself to the workforce management office space and left a recorded Ode to Erlang, with a big, happy face. For the trainers, he left a supply of three-ring binders and new knowledge management systems to serve as reminders. He would have gone to HR to give them a shout, but he knew they really aren't much use unless he wanted to get escorted out. (laughs) (laughs) Then on to marketing land, where he planted his feet and spread copies of 
communicating with your call center before mailing out those promotions on everyone's seat. He saw as he went, they'd left him cakes, cookies, all matter of food for in call centers. We all know that calories bolster the mood. Pulling his pocket watch, he peered at its face on the spot and saw his average handle time for this customer was right on the dot. So he said the customer's name in a cheery voice three times more to purvey a sense of connection so that satisfaction would be high on the feedback survey. And laying a finger aside of his nose, back through the HVAC to the roof, now he rose. And he was heard to exclaim as he rode out of sight, is there anything else I can help you with today? <laughs> if not, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Very clever. I loved it. Okay, well, you know, uh, we're, we're, it goes on. It goes on from here. We have a real treat today, an interview with Call Talk veteran John Shetterly as Santa Claus. We are going to reach at his call center at the North Pole. Brian, can we get connected uh, to Santa? Yes, stand by. Let me see what I can do here. All right. (laughs) Ringing out there. I I believe we are connected now. Santa, are you there? Uh, Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yes, Bruce. Hi. I'm happy to be here and chat with you and your call talk audience today. Okay, good. Well, you know, tell me, uh, tell me all about things and uh, what's going on up there. John, <laughs> it's a long call. It is a long call. Santa, did we lose you already? Okay. Uh oh. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe we can. Uh, do we have a substitute Santa here? Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. We can hear you now. Okay. A little technical difficulty here at my end, but uh, I'm glad I can hear you and you can hear me now. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bruce, I'm happy to be here and chat with you and the Call Talk audience today. And when I told my team that would be call- that you would be calling, they wanted to join us as well. I mm. just need to warn you that we're very busy here in our center these days, so we can only spare about 20 minutes to talk. Okay, well, that's a, that's a good average talk time. So uh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And I'll get right to the questions our audience is interested in. Uh, first, let me ask you about your center operations. How many calls do you get every year, and how do they break down? Oh, that's a great question, Bruce. Let me start out with a few statistics that, that probably will blow your mind. We're only operating during the month of December where where we receive over $850 million wish list requests from kids around the world from December 1st through December 24th. We also we have a state-of-the-art facility set up to handle contacts comprised of 6,809 different languages from throughout the world. <laughs> 99. Yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't include dialects. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a very well-trained team. of our contacts that we receive are handled automatically, um, which is fortunate. Uh, We handle over uh, 35 million contacts from kids every day, which breaks down to uh, 17.5 million or 50% handled by our IVR, uh, 
54,000 requests handled by live agents, uh, 8.8 .8 million handled by auto response emails, 3.5 million handled by automated web requests, uh, 1.75 million handled by social media messages, and 3.1 million white mail letters handled by back office elves. Wow, wow. I hope those white mail letters don't get lost in the snow up there. You can't even see them. But uh, that's quite the multi-channel center you've got up there at the, uh, the the North Pole. I'm very impressed. Sounds very well organized. and uh, uh, But the extent of your daily volumes is pretty mind-blowing. How, how many agents do you have to handle uh, 354,000 calls a day? We, uh, we call our agents wish list elves. And there are 1,686 elves organized into three eight-hour shifts of 562 elves per shift. We allow them two 15-minute breaks and one half hour for lunch. <laughs> okay, good, where they can have their uh, reindeer burgers, I guess. Well, it sounds like a workforce <laughs> management challenge to me. Uh, how, how are you able to deal with the scheduling and management of your wish list elves? Well, there's something I want to tell you about elves, Bruce. They're born with a clock programmed into their brain and an attitude to please. So they so they happily accept and follow their schedules with a smile. Sounds just like, like my 14-year-old son, just like him. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet that uh, there are other call centers that would like to know how to hire some else. But that's our secret, mm. and we're not going to share it with anybody. Mm. We have 100% adherence to schedule. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, this is definitely uh, the, the way to be. It's impressive. Uh, but how, how do you keep these wishless elves happy and motivated? Well, I leave that to Mrs. Santa Claus. She's right here right now, so I'll let her tell you about keeping elves happy. Mrs. Claus, would you mind telling the audience how we reward our elves for doing their jobs day after day? Oh, this is great. We've, we've, got, uh, we've got our colleague, Dee Buell, as uh, Mrs. Claus. So thank you very much for being with us today. And, and tell us, how do you do it, Mrs. Claus? Well, you've all heard a happy elf is a productive elf. <laughs> so it's very important that you keep those elves happy. You know, one of the things that it's very common in a call center is we seem to always be checking the list to see who's naughty and who's nice. And in a call center, oftentimes, you spend a lot more time working with those agents who have challenges, and you miss the opportunity to spend time with those agents that are nice. So make sure that you make time for the nice agents, not only to recognize them for the good work, but also learn from their best practices. You know, all the research that we do tells us that a nice pat on the back goes a long way to motivating agents and to continue to form at high levels. It's also a great opportunity for supervisors to identify coaching options that they can use when they're assisting their other agents. So make sure you don't forget those nice agents during the holiday season. Oh, absolutely. Uh, very, very important uh, pat on the back. And uh, really, this is a season when, uh, because things are oftentimes decorated in centers, people are ready to have their uh, their sort of spirits boosted. And we need to contribute to that as call center managers and make sure that we recognize the niceness, which can be contagious in, in call centers. Oftentimes, negativeness can be uh, contagious other times of the year. But, uh, you know, take advantage of it, absolutely. And, and what else do you have for us, uh, Mrs. Claus? 
Well, you know, one of the things that we find in a call center that motivates and excites the um, elves the most is having time off the phone. They don't mm-hmm. mind coming to work. They love their job, but, you know, they need a little bit of time off the phone. So the holiday season is a great time to show your appreciation to your staff. And there are some very simple ways to do this. Most holiday um, luncheons um, for the supervisory teams, you know, they'll, they'll organize and they'll all go out together, just allowing an extra 30 minutes so that they can really enjoy time with their peers goes a long way to building team morale. And oftentimes, you know, just closing the office early on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve but not taking away their pay, that really lets them know that you appreciate them and you recognize them. And many call centers through the holiday season, the phone volume kind of goes down the last couple weeks, especially around Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So just open up that vacation schedule a little bit and allow a few more people to take time off. It does wonders for showing appreciation, and the those elves really love it. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people in call centers are good family people. Uh, This is a time of year for family, and if you're able to schedule that, as uh, Mrs. Claus is suggesting, uh, really uh, can make a big difference. So there's so many managers who unfortunately don't think about that this time of year. But uh, if you do, if you plan uh, and sort of fit it in with the scheduling, then you can really boost a lot of morale. So uh, some great ideas there. And do you have anything else for us, Mrs. Claus? Well, there's one last thing I'd like to really, really talk about, and that is the same—the thing that comes out in all of our agent satisfaction surveys. Very few surveys come out that doesn't have a challenge with communication. Mm. Don't forget to communicate during the holiday season. Communicate your appreciation for the agents. You know, it's a great time to do a summary and recognize what the team has done the past year. You know, really hone in on their accomplishments and put in names of people, you know, really let them know that what they have done throughout the year is has not gone unnoticed. And, you know, just wishing them a happy holiday for them and their families really does go a long way for the communication in the centers. This is a, it's a great time of year for recognition. And uh, one of the things that uh, I'm a big advocate of, too, if possible, is for supervisors uh, or other managers to use handwritten notes uh, to let people know when uh, they're very appreciated and when they've done something good or just to let them know that they're an appreciated part of the team. And this is a good time of year to do that. Uh, and in some cases, if you actually mail it to the person's home, uh, then what happens is it gets opened up and it gets actually put on the refrigerator and the, the whole household can see how uh, the the uh, call center employee is, is appreciated by uh, the place that uh, he or she works, and that can be a big boost to, uh, to self-esteem and to uh, feeling good about working for, for your call center. So uh, great, great inputs there. Uh, I love it, uh, Mrs. Claus. Thank you very much. And um, uh, so back to, to Santa here. Uh, your busy time is the 24 days leading up to Christmas, but what do your elves do the rest of the year? Well, after the Christmas season is over, Bruce, we give them a well-deserved paid vacation for six months. And then we we let them work in our workshop for the next few months, helping the workshop elves prepare toys for the next Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, well, 
I think we should all have six months of paid vacation per year. Uh, <laughs> but is is that enough to keep your wish lists uh, wish list elves coming back every year? Well, it helps, but some of them are burned out after 24 days of pressure, so we lose about a third of them. Mm, okay, so that's kind of uh, the uh, industry average, uh, close to the industry average there in terms of your turnover. So uh, not surprising, not surprising. Um, but it has to be challenging to recruit, hire, train over 560 replacement agents every year. How, how are you able to keep up with that? Well, we rely totally on the uh, referral system, you know. <laughs> Elves are a tight-knit group, and they supply us with more referrals than we can use. In fact, some of the ones that leave us return when they've had time to rest and, and get over their burnout. So we always, we always have a large pool of uh, recruits to draw from. Okay, so you have some of the yo-yo elves too, huh? The ones who go away but then come back. That's uh, that's great. Well, you know, I know that you're feeling some pressure to get back to work, uh, but may I ask you uh, one more question? How do you measure your kid's satisfaction? <laughs> well, uh, Bruce, I'm going to turn that question over to our kid satisfaction manager, uh, Drew Phelps. Okay, uh, great. Well, Drew Elfin, uh, can we hear from you? That's uh, welcome to the program, and uh, tell us about, uh, I guess we call this KSAT instead of CSAT, right, as uh, our KSAT uh, Elf Manager. Hello, this is Drew. Can you hear me now? We can. Fantastic. I am actually dashing through the snow in Chicagoland to catch a flight back to Elfland, but I wanted to give you four super great ideas about caller, customer, and kid satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. So shove in your pencils, all you parents out there. Let's see what's going on. The first thing I want to talk to you about is satisfaction and how to survey. So you need to measure that satisfaction level, and I want you to wrap up your survey to light up good solutions. Make a list. Check it twice. <laughs> Do you have five very good questions to actually find out how the caller felt? Can you see the details and distribute five rating scales, A through F, like naughty to nice? Mm -hmm. We need to know when our kids love us with A's, not just basic answers, but A's. Top satisfaction. And then do your agents or your elves reap those rewards we just talked about? With the, um, with the agents and with our ELF satisfaction and communication. Because what if you get some really good top ratings? You know, top satisfaction is part of your recognition program we just talked about. And, you know, we ELVs work very, very, very hard for gold stars. There should mm -hmm. be many twinkling on your tree from your surveys. Okay, that's great idea. input. Great input. I love that. Okay, go ahead. The second idea is more joy to the world. Now, all customers are kids. Write that one down because they truly, truly are. They call, they make a request, they whine, they praise, they talk, talk time, and they really, really just want a result. Just like kids, the very number one measure of joy in the entire world is getting what they ask for. Could it be at the holiday? Could it be call resolution? Could it just be once and done? So please measure resolution. Did you ask your customer at the end of the call, did I answer your question? Mm -hmm. Why is that important? Well, let me see. If you do not want an escalated call, or worse yet, 
You do not want to stand in line after the holidays to return your gifts that they did not want. Find out what they need and fill it. Now, I'm going to give you some money tips here right now because I want to pad your wallet, parents. Consider double the effort on just 10% of your gifts or your calls. That's like comparing the United States to Rhode Island. Rhode Island is about 10% of my measures when I travel. So if they had to return their gifts or repeat their calls, that could be $500,000 in excess calls. Wow. Or 100 extra minutes of work time if you're in the calls. And we know we don't like to reshelve the gifts we've worked so hard on, so please grow your revenue, customer satisfaction, and results first. Those are my two ideas for Joy to the World. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, great. And uh, that, those are great thoughts, great thoughts. And uh, anything else, anything else that you think that we should know about in terms of uh, loyalty, in terms of, uh, you know, customer devotion, things like that? Oh, I do. I have two more ideas for you, Santa. You know, okay. the, broken toy, <laughs> the broken toy or the unfulfilled promise, that is the worst thing we could do. So what if those ratings turn in to be a D dissatisfied or an F, you failed to give me the present I wanted? Mm. What if just 1% of your callers talked about bad service? Or what if they walk away and never come back for Christmas? What would we do? Mm. We cry. You better watch out. You better shout because check those feedback, check the comments, and be proactive. Why don't you even take a reality check and see how you're doing through Benchmark? Hmm. Excellent. Okay, now, yes. You you asked me about devotion, and dear Santa Bruce, here's the last one. I saw three men, three wise men. They were actually bringing their gifts of loyalty. Now, they were looking at gold and frankincense and myrrh and so forth, but we want to keep our customer king every single day. So here's your note. Next year, 2012, Build your quality or your satisfaction tools on these three golden stars. Measure attitude to listen very carefully. Measure your skills to tell them something new about your products. Commercials are doing it right now. And then measure K for knowledge. Correctly give the correct information so you can be the customer star. Attitude, skill, and knowledge is ask. Put that on your quality, put that on your satisfaction, and you'll have a bright, new, loyal new year. Signing out. Okay. Well, listen, thank you. As you dash through the snow there in Chicago, thank you very much for joining us. We really enjoyed that. Some great, great uh, takeaways that we can use as New Year's resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much. Well, uh, you know, Santa, back to you, and, and I don't want to offend you or anything, but I've invited an old acquaintance of yours to pop into our call. Uh, Mr. Scrooge, uh, what do you have to yes, say sir. about all this? That's right. Your, David Raya, our Scrooge, our resident Scrooge, how are you doing? Your servant, sir. Well, I, <laughs> I can see all this holiday merriment cheer is quite heartwarming, but the only thing I heard that was really heartwarming was something about a reindeer burger earlier on <laughs> you leave my reindeers alone <laughs> that's what i thought 
all this Christmas palaver. Christmas has a habit of keeping people from doing real business. And an ant does what an ant does, and a grasshopper does what a grasshopper does. And Christmas is just a humbug. All this call talk, all this call talk with your fancy friends and your fancy parties and your unswerving focus on productivity and being nice to little elves, all that takes a backseat. As I told Jacob Marley just before he bought his eternal reward, you missed the point. The contact center is the front door of your whole business, and you only get one shot, one chance to make a good impression. And it's a lasting impression. Quality, sirs. It's quality. The rest is but humbug. Don't ever forget that while you're making all your merriment. Let old Scrooge tell you about some pitfalls in pursuit of quality. Did you have something to say, sir? No, no, I'm I'm listening in rapt attention to this. So please continue. Oh so am I. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth next. The pitfalls <laughs> in the pursuit of quality. One of them is a monomaniacal focus on productivity and cost at all costs. It's not the only thing that runs your shop, and you need to understand that it's quality. Focus on that, and you keep happy customers. Another idea that is a pitfall is that any warm elf will do. That's not true. Elves come in all sizes and shapes, skills and temperaments. You need to hire the right elves and nurture them as they grow. Another pitfall is focusing on quality, on negative quality metrics. Negative begets negative. Focus on the positive because positive does beget positive. Mm -hmm. Another one is call monitoring is a nice thing to do. It's not Mm -hmm. just a nice thing to do. It doesn't take a backseat to reports and little meetings and and huddle room talks. You need to monitor your calls. You need to listen. You need to be part of them. Number number five, focus on the score, not the learning. Boy, is that a pitfall. It's not just a matter of how well they did, but how did they do it, and can they do it better the next time. And then finally, measure everything versus measuring what is important. You need to focus on those things that your customers are telling you make sense to them. Don't measure what you think is important. Measure what your customers think is important. And I'll leave you with one tip before I humbug my way out into the cold, and that is it's a tip on improving quality. I can improve your quality by 5% without doing much more than borrowing my green eye shade and a clipboard and walking around your office. People know that you're paying attention. They'll pay attention. So keep enjoying yourselves, and I'll keep the other end of the business now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Cruz. That's great. And and I just wanted to comment on a couple of those things because you were coming out with one great tip after another. The uh, call monitoring, not just a nice thing to do. Uh, It should be the thing that actually improves the person from time to time. Rather than just being that uh, point in the day or the week of the month, it should be actually the starting point for something that that person is going to do over the uh, course of the next month. And uh, the second thing that you, another thing that you had was the, the focus, the don't focus, focusing on the score rather than on the learning. I love that one because if we're learning, then you'll see the results of the learning in the next monitoring, in the next scoring. And in fact, uh, if you consider yourself uh, as somebody who's managing supervisors or if you're a supervisor yourself, 
somebody who is co-responsible with your agents for getting better and better over time, then you know what? You're measuring yourself as well as your people as you listen to the monitors and you're doing your scoring. So uh, that's something, uh, some, some great things there. And um, let's see, you did say something there at the end that sounded really good, but uh, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Not the burgers, right? Not the burgers, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wish I'd have thought of that, Bruce, and I probably would have if I had more time, but I didn't, so I, I threw out what I, what I could think of. All um, right, that's great. It's a, it is an important uh, item in the call center that people tend to overlook occasionally. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely good. But and you do have to keep things uh, an oversight on things, right? If uh, Tiny Tim doesn't uh, behave himself, then uh, things fall apart. Is that right? Oh, that reminds me. I should let the little tyke out of the closet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, okay, Scrooge. Well, thank you very much for I'll get that for that. touch in the way. Then. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, great. Well, listen, we're uh, right down to the bottom of the uh, the, uh, the half hour at this point, or the bottom of the hour. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody for being with us, uh, for uh, Brian, obviously, for putting all this together. And, Brian, why don't you thank everybody and, and uh, take it away. I'd like to wish everybody uh, in our community a wonderful holidays and all the best for 2012. We're really looking forward to it, and I'm sure you are too. So back over to you, Brian. All right, Bruce, thank you so much for all of your involvement and uh, for being our champion here with Call Talk and, and bringing all these best practices and uh, different topics around the call center industry to the forefront of everyone, for all the managers, directors, and uh, just about anyone else who has interest, interest in call center business uh, at this point. I do want to thank our guest today, of course, uh, as Santa Claus, John Chatterley. Uh, good job there, John. I also want to thank Mrs. Claus D. Buell. Thank you, Dee. Very well done. And also, I uh, would like to thank uh, Drew Phelps. She had some wonderful insight on uh, how to keep everyone happy out there and, of course, uh, keep a nice sharp eye on the quality as she dashes through the snow right now. And then, of course, uh, we've got David Rea of the Scrooge. Boy, this guy was uh, a good Scrooge. So <laughs> thank you very much, David, and uh, everyone else that is listening in. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we really hope that it was a fun look at some of the things that are surrounding the call center and especially the best practices that we can share with you. And of course, these are ideas that are true, although the uh, the scenario that we've presented here is a little bit more of a, of a holiday look at it. But regardless, want to make sure that you join us again on January 18th for another special call talk. And uh, what we did is we recorded live a broadcast of our call center campus in Las Vegas, where we're going to share with you 20 ideas in 20 minutes. It was an exercise that included input from call center, call center managers throughout North America and a few short interviews with some of the top executives of some very successful companies. So at this point, we'll go ahead and uh, just about call this a wrap for our Benchmark Portal Christmas special for 2011. And from all of us here at Benchmark Portal, reminding you to keep those headsets steady and your fingers ready. This is Brian Carrington signing out for now. Have a great day. And once again, happy holidays. Bye-bye.
Bye now.